you know, we typically don't re-listen to the cast. We just usually experience it with, when we do it and never listen to it again. Why are you yeah. telling people our deficiencies we here? Want, we, don't, we do this on purpose, though. We don't want to skew the ratings. You know, we want it to be real. all 50 views is really from people. <laughs> <laughs> we have more than 50. Gosh. Uh-huh. But anyway... I just happened to re-listen to last week's cast. You know, sometimes you I You listen to the whole thing. I dibble and dabble and re-listen it. But I've got to say, at one point you were blowing your nose. And it was like static. Just pure radio static. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, sis, at your job, the, the beer made it possible for everyone to get sick days. If, if you need a sick day, let's take a sick day. Also, if I needed to not cast because that week, that folks, day... I just wanted to apologize to you all because no one should have to endure. Listen, I keep... A, this show is called The Real Rated and Raw Experience, okay? And if I have a little sniffles and I need to sneeze or that something, I should sneeze. be able to do so on a, on a comfortable platform. Maybe I should pull, push that on a pole. What? Was that a little sniffly? <laughs> So, I mean, anyways, uh, I apologize if I offended anyone. However, by the grace of God, I do feel better today. Still a few little mucus here and there, but I feel much better. So, now on to the rest of the cast. (sighs) Bender posted a poll. You know, as we discussed last week, um, I think it was something that was posted um, from someone stating that she was very upset, very angry, she sounded. Angry. Because her... The paternal grandparents of her children wanted to charge her $600 a month for watching her children four hours a day. Ben and I had our own thoughts, and so we decided to post a poll to see what your thoughts were. What were the poll results, Benda? 67% said... Yes, that they will be upset if they needed to pay the grandparents. Now, don't get me the wrong. Parents I would to watch the kids. I wouldn't to watch these kids. But if she actually, you would have to. What would you do? Say, no, mommy? No, mommy? What would you say? I don't have it. We're going to do it. We're make it. Not making any sense? So you would just say, mom, I don't have it, even though you do have it. If I have it? I mean, I'll buy her something. I wouldn't pay her cash. Like, she a loan shark. I would feel uncomfortable. Yeah, so what if she said, I won't watch your kid? Nah. You see, that's the problem. Bender was spoiled to this kind of nonsense, but she was the same one saying, who cares? Like, that's your kids. No, but they want to charge. That's what I said. Who cares? They're your kids. No one has to love their kids. No one has to like their outfits. No one has to want to entertain them for you. I mean, sometimes I have to tell my kids, hey, listen, I'm not a damn clown. I'm not here to entertain you. Anywho. I'm bored, bored, bored. Who cares? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> this is the real experience here. Yeah. Mm. Parents out there know what I'm talking about. Oh, mommy, I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm like, you got like 99 things more than I had when I was small. When I was small, I had a TV and a book. That was it. Nothing else. And I made it happen. Or oh, lanyard. I used to do lanyards. Oh, lanyards. I used to like lanyards. I used to do lanyards. But nowadays, let's be honest, these kids need to be reading at a better reading level. I think oh, there's always yeah. a book to pick up. That's just my thing. Hey, baby. Anywho. Moving on to another thing that's just crazy. This, the Philippian president, um, his name is Rodrigo Duterte, Duarte, I ain't his godmother. So, he said he was gay, and he cured himself 
Um, so nobody knew he was gay. He just came out and said he was gay? From the help of beautiful women. Um, he was in Tokyo on an appearance and basically said, you know, I've had a reputation to open this towards homosexuality, but I've now cured myself. Um, and people think that he's just doing this to be, like, you know, inclusive. Because he's oh. very, like, uh, explosive. They say he says things going on today. He uses the gay word. He uses gay, like, like a weapon against Catholics, against all people. He said, like, a guy that was in the opposing party is always coming after him. It's probably because he's gay and he likes him. You know, it's just crazy days. But the man said he cured himself and he even brought two women up on the stage who were, like, starstruck. And the two women were screaming, like, you just saw that it was, like... Um, Those two women? Two, was screaming? He yeah. two women on the stage. You just saw he brought, that he was, like, uh, Puffy or... Well, Puffy in the Philippines. He was this, he was... They kissed him on their mouth. Oh. And that was his cure that he was cured. So he cured it on the stage or prior to this? And he said, this using beautiful women. Well, I mean, look at Donnie McCurkin. I mean, they said that he was homosexual. And he admitted to being homosexual. And he said that the reason that he was, or that he was attracted to, to the same sex, was because his uncle had molested him as a boy. Um, and I think he was, not recently, but... A time after that, he was saying that he was now with a female, a female named Nicole something. I think you know what happens with sexual abuse is that when people are sexually abused, they tend to seek that out as they become, a, as, as children. They tend to seek that out as when they become adults. So that's what happened with him, but he said he, he's all... Yeah, because I mean, obviously he came as a minister, and then, you know, um, he's now saying and preaching that he, you know, like, through God, Hallelujah. that he is cured... From homosexuality, and of course, he blames his uncle for past homosexual oh, transgressions. His uncle, did he go to jail or something? Oh, probably the statute of limitations is off. How long ago did that? When he was eight, he's <laughs> now damn near sexy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but he said that he was not born with these sexual tendencies, and it wasn't chromosomal, and had nothing to do with his DNA. That that you know basically allowed him to be who he was. I guess a boy that grew up in a church and being a minister, he was homosexual all these years, and then after a while, he put it to the side. So I don't know how true that is, but I tell you, um, if you could get, listen, if you could get cured by this kissing somebody, listen, and you know what gets me, just to speak on this for a second, you know, it's like, what gets your goal, what grinds my gears, <laughs> that's what I usually say, but I was telling someone, the other day I'm on a train, wow, and these two, look mad clean, what'd you do, my you bleached them? No, boo, my boo bought me a new pair, girl. Oh, this is a new. It's a new honey bun. New. She was just complaining the other day. I'm looking at you know she has like, the black shoes with the white soul. I'm sorry. We digress. But I'm looking down. I'm like, damn, you're probably you should look mad white. Because you know, I was kind of like, you know how you with somebody and you kind of like throw little subliminals. I was like, yeah, somebody claimed they was buying me something 15 years ago, and I ain't get it yet. Lo and well, behold, that, well, that wasn't really a subliminal. <laughs> to me, he wasn't so vividly. It's like, man, these shoes I have are really beat. I need a new one. Nah, this is that's a black I girl. Need... That's a black girl subliminal. No, what you did was straight out checked it. No, but I wasn't talking to him though. Who was you talking to? I was talking to somebody else that was there. It was like maybe my cousin, my sister, my sister. Oh, but he was there. He, yeah, yeah. He was talking to him. But he didn't really know. No, that was. I don't think that was the way. That was throwing him shade. That's what you was. Oh doing. yeah, that's okay. Like, hey, yeah, you can say it was shading him. And then he was quiet about it. And then we kept on talking, laughing, whatever. And then after like a couple of days later, maybe like four days later, I just saw it sitting on the couch, my new shoes, and I just texted him, "Thanks, Thanks. Boo. boo." Yeah. That's it, with the kissy face. How do you spell boo? B-O-O? Because I know it doesn't even spell boo. B-A-U. I'm like... B-A-U? B-E-A-U. 
No, that's bold. bold. That's bold. Uh, Someone who, (laughs) someone who's texting Ben that needs a little bit of a (laughs) texting help. But anyways, so I was on the gram and it's a sad, sad story of this girl who graduated from school. I don't know what kind, high school, middle school, and her father had been deported. So he was waiting on the other side of the border, waiting to see her. And then she walked across in her capping gown so that she could see him. It was just so saddy. What was he like on a train? I think I saw like he was somewhere like uh, on the video they showed like he stepped out of something and then she came. Like he was on the side of the border wall. Oh, wow. Mm, Saddy, saddy. And then she kind of hugged him. Oh, so did, her mother, did you see her mother in the video? No. I mean, maybe her mother was recording it. Oh, maybe her mother's stuck on the other side. Did she go through? She might not be able to go back. Either way, it's just I sad to know that, you know, that moment in your life where you're about to, that's that's a, a big milestone. Sad. You have your parents or your parent there not due to. You. Yeah, the, even the father, like, she was just crying into yeah, his shoulder. he was just hugging her. So sad. We'll post it. Just sad. But then on another note, we'll be I saw it. this video of, like, a seven-year-old or a nine-year-old who was raising funds for Trump to build a wall. A white kid, no? A white kid. And he's raised $22,000 in selling hot chocolate for, for them to build a wall. I'm curious to know what town was that in? Racist City, USA. <laughs> probably Texas. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but he was selling hot chocolate. But he looked like he had on a sleeve. Wait, why shirt. are you going to say hot chocolate like that? If he's in Texas, who the hell? Let me tell you, I lived in like Texas. You're not drinking anything hot? You, drink, you like, still drink you, tea. Get out of here. You still you drink tea in the summer? You Trinidad, you used to drink tea? Yeah, I would. Every, I mean, when you was there for this heat wave? Yeah, I was there. I mean, every, not every day, but I drink tea. But you that's you, that's not really, you, you drink tea in the summer. Not outside. Well, I, well <laughs> doesn't matter outside or inside, it's hot outside. So you say, oh, because they're outside, it's like a lemonade stand. You won't sell lemonade in the winter. Oh, yeah, do they? No, no one sells <laughs> lemonade in the winter. So why would you be having hot chocolate in the summer? Who but knows? Anyway, this kid is raised dollars with the sign that says the proceeds of this stand goes to help Trump build the wall. I'm taking a stand and videotape everybody that comes to purchase something from the wall. Just expose them. Back to what you said about videotape. You said that the cops pull someone over and you were looking through your window to watch it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Bender doesn't believe I do this stuff, but I do it. Um, I was upstairs. And this is when the, the game was going on between the Raptors and the Warriors. By the way, I'm voting for the Raptors. The Warriors? Oh, Golden State. Yeah, sorry. Well, don't try to check me, sis. Because <laughs> you're not too good with the basketball stuff. Thanks. Anyways, I was upstairs, and I look out my window, and where I can see, you know, I live by a busy street, Atlantic Avenue. I see the cops pull over this guy. So the van is, um, he, the person driving a van, and the cop car's right behind one of those Jeeps. And, like, four cops come out. I'm like, why is there four cops for this one guy? You know, he's turning around. So I kind of just glance out. And then, you know, I have, like, a, a system where I can see when my front door opens. So I know my husband is outside, and my uh, it alerted me to tell me someone was right by the front door. And I look at the camera through my phone and I'm like, my husband gets up and he's standing there just looking, just looking. And I'm like, I think he's looking at this. So I yell out to him like, yo, yo, you looking at this? He was like, yep, I'm standing here just looking. Let's see what's yeah, going on in Atlantic. with more love. You say, <laughs> this is why I love you. <laughs> Whatever. I'm like, this is why I'm with this guy. He understands. Because you know what? Real. Tomorrow it could be him. He gets it. I told you this happened before to my ex-husband with the cops. They had pulled him over. Oh, yeah. I think you did tell. I, I told I said you cast family. I think you did before. tell them. Yeah. And that's why she was acting all pigs. crazy. Those pigs. You know, I just want to be but very. You know, my stories are real because I always tell the same story. Consistent. Again. Yeah. You know, I tell stories numerous times. 
when people tell you a lie story, you and know the next they, time they tell you, you be like, nah, that's not how you said it the first time. Sis. Like, you didn't give it the side eye. You missed out something. You said it last time. And you just added another piece. <laughs> Even one day I was telling somebody a story, and I was like, oh, I, I did this. And I said, you know what? I think I just lied. I think I took somebody else's story and made it my own. <laughs> That's when you tell too many dab stories. Story. Even today, I was telling you this story about the Instagram where the guy told the cop, and I was just like, wait, no, that's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I just added like a whole different level to the story, <laughs> trying to make the guy more of a hero. Uh, I'll so tell you, on to a new segment. Segment? Well, we're going to call it a new segment. We used to call it different things, but we'll call it a new BBA. Being black in America. So that's what the acronym will be moving forward. BBA. But yeah, this crap, you know, the Airbnb, you know, and I am, you know, I do encourage people to do Airbnb sometimes, time. you know what I mean? Because I do it. I mean, I do it depending on where I'm going, you know, what kind of vibe I would like. I do Airbnb. You did it in Cuba. Yes, I did that. In Cuba. But I mean, a lot of, I mean, outside of those, like, they don't have much hotels in Cuba. But outside of that, that's basically where most people are going to be staying in Airbnbs. You know, I'm not going on a vacation. I really want to be somewhere with a pool. But Airbnbs have pools, too. Yeah, I mean, I really just want to be with a real pool. That's yeah, I mean, you're desperate for pools, especially because you don't like the beach. Oh, I so don't I can know. understand that's a, that. That's an understatement. You don't hate like the beach. It's like something nasty. I despise sand. Yeah, in order to get to the beach, you got to get into the sand, right? And I hate, I hate sand. Very it's sad, especially her being a Caribbean everything. girl and she prefers a pool <laughs> with chlorine. It's very sad, but this is, you know, when I went to when I'm in, when I'm in Trinidad, I'll go to Maracas. But it's really not, you know, Trinidad it's to go to eat bacon shark. It's not to really. Trinidad is not really a beach really place. Sandy beaches or anything. No, no, like no. But Morocco sand. Tobago, those beaches were pretty. Did you get there without touching the sand? I, no, I mean, we didn't go to the beach. I was driving by. When I go oh. back again, but when I go back, I want to do this thing: the the glass bottom boat mm-hmm. or the pitch lake or something. So go that to that the nylon cool. pool and buy, the and place where you can walk in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, and the yeah, nylon I pool. I want to go there. When I come back, I'll tell you guys about it. When. Mm, 2014. Four, four, I would say 40, <laughs> 2014. Anyways, I have so many other places to go. Um, Airbnb. Did you hear about the Airbnb host? The Asian girl? Let's hear about it. So, Can we talk about it? Let's talk about it. This Asian girl uh, rented out you know, an Airbnb space, and apparently who was coming there was some black men. They were flying in from different parts. They were all grouping up together to meet up um, at this Airbnb. And I believe... Um, they put in, they said five, I think she said she had, um, arrangements for, f- according to the guy, he said, you know, she, she said she had it for five and she was like, and she was like, no, I said for four. And he was like, no, four for the bed and then the couch. And she's like, where's that monkey going to stay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like straight up in his face. And you know, they were recording. They were like, where's the monkey going to stay? So she was calling the monkeys like right in front of their face. She I mean, clearly, this Airbnb host was racist, and I definitely think that. Yo, I, I, I would have duffed that girl out right there. I swear to you, like just as a black man, you'd have hit her because yeah. then it goes back to that shit thing. Uh, nah, I would have just kind of like shook her. What do you mean, like, <laughs> like just uh, you know, one head shake to not back. get a charge <laughs> and just say I don't know what happened to her, but it was for them against her. But that means nothing. Correct, and it, she's it white. Be half of a person blind. That says, oh, yeah, he just took my buddy. The cops would still kill him. <laughs> you robbed that blind woman? But I do. And I'm going to follow up on the story. I think that Airbnb should hold her accountable and not allow her to rent out her space anymore. But they will. You know what I mean? They will. So hopefully not. We'll, we'll see. We shall see. Um. Anyways, 
Uh, oh, you saw about that Hannah Payne story. What was that about? So Hannah Payne sees an accident. When she sees this accident, she uh, follows this the gentleman. Uh, what is the guy's name? She followed him home. Wasn't it Herring? Like a yeah, Kenneth Herring. Herring or something like that? And she followed the guy to where he was going and basically confronted him. And when he kind of came out to say, like, hey, what's going on? She killed this man. She shot him down. I'm sorry. Shot him so down in cold blood. Kenneth Herring. He was a hit and run. Um, and he she, hit somebody and ran? Yeah, she, he was driving. Uh-huh. He hit someone's car. And he kept it moving. And then uh, when he hit the person, he kept she it moving. started following. They were saying they probably, he looks like now they could see he was having like an emergency, a medical emergency. That's probably oh. why he didn't stop. He's probably trying to get to the hospital. hospital. Oh, wow. And this woman followed him and she confronted him. Took out, And when she came out the car, she already had her gun pointed at him. And she killed a man. Where did this happen at? Even though 911 was saying, wait, don't do it. Because they were on the phone with her, the operator. And now she's doing it. So she's on a $100,000 bail. She got released yesterday. Her parents took her out. Her parents are telling us that she's not a racist because she has a Dominican boyfriend. <laughs> a boyfriend from the Dominican Republic. From the, yeah. the Dominican. And her black best friend saying she's not a racist. So that she's a colorblind. Yeah, but what fueled this anger? Why does, I don't understand why does everybody feel like they have to be a cop? Where did this happen? In what state? Georgia. Wow. I don't know what's going on down there. Sure. We thought this was Florida, but no. Wow. That's pretty sad. Mm-hmm. And this guy lost his life. How old was he? 61? And she was, what, 21? Yeah, how old was this guy? I think this guy was like an older 63-year-old guy she killed. And they don't, think, they don't think that she, she should be charged. 21. And she just cold blood shot this man down dead. Dead as a nit. Very sad. And the mother says, Hannah is not the person that they are saying she is. She's not at all. She's the sweetest, most caring, does not see color, does not see race, nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. Bullshit. But you know, is that, that's, you know, that's another topic. No one's saying that you shouldn't see my color. We all know I'm black. Correct. So but why you should say that? It, bitches. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Speaking about respect, I don't know if you guys have heard about this uh, new black Detroit era, but it's basically a crew of people, um, black men um, in Detroit. And what they're starting is a, a woman's, like almost like a code, like a street code, it's going to be called a street code, where they protect our, our women, our children, our black women and children. They want to make sure that, you know, when the lights are out in the streets and these women are out, that, you know, they even like want to reinstate, like if a woman is in danger, she's walking, she has like a whistle, she should have a whistle. So if she is in danger, if she's in danger, she should blow the whistle and someone will come to her aid. Mm-hmm. But they're really starting this community. Um, I'm not familiar with that song. Just want to make that very clear. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I thought that was Trey cool. Like, it kind of reminds me of, like, the Black Panther era. I think we need to get back to those days yeah, where it's like we're up. all looking out for each but other. They said they did this due to, like, the very high waves of people being kidnapped. Yeah, kidnapped, kidnapped girl, little girls. Yeah, a girl I got in kidnapped mm-hmm. recently or whatever. Oh, so they're starting this to protect their, their queens. That's what I love to this. hear. Get this. Boom, boom is free. You can get Pum Pum for just a pair of Jordans. A, a young Pum Pum at that. Because a pair of True Religion jeans. And <laughs> that's what you got to do? Come on. A little Gucci uh, patty pack. <laughs> you got to do this? <laughs> come on. Come on. Get it together. No, respect to the, you know, respect to them for coming up with this initiative. I think it's really cool. So hopefully we can start something here in New York. 
I mean, do we really think we do? Well, maybe in some neighborhoods, I guess. I mean, you walk the road very frequently late at night. So. I do. I mean, again, if I really felt like I was unsafe, I would not walk. You know, like you know, I would live right there by the train. I frequently, I'm always like coming in late. I live a couple of blocks from the train. I'm good to go. But there's other areas that people just do not feel safe. Like, will I get up the three train on Sutter Avenue at that time? Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I read this article that was so interesting, and I sent it to you about from CNN that Senator Elizabeth Warren, this is one of the people running for president, she's proposed eliminating the student loan debts of tens of millions of Americans. What's her name? I'm going to vote for her. Elizabeth Warren. Mm. Um, And she created a new hashtag, cancel my debt, where people are basically talking about going to school. What someone told you all the time is that if you go to college, you do the right thing. You know, you 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 study, you work get, hard, you work hard. You go, and if you can't get a scholarship, you still go to the best schools because nobody wants to see that you went to a community college. So you're paid to go to the best schools, take help student loan after student loan, and then you graduate. And then what happens? Well, the most people can't find jobs. Most people. Some people do get good. Some people do become fancy lawyers, doctors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the student loan debt is crushing that you cannot even begin to experience your life. Your real life, yeah. Because Correct. you're so busy paying off loans. I mean, I'm still paying my student loan, and I graduated from college way many years ago. <laughs> so, I mean, even the And I've been paying that loan for forever at the rate I paid. $200 or two, two something a month. <laughs> Come on. You know, the sad thing about it is that, you know, um, I don't even pay one tenth a year. I need to bump this thing up. <laughs> Hashtag goals. <laughs> Crazy. But, um, you know, I remember um, when this lady at my job, she was like retirement age, like 50 something. And she was like, yeah, this made my last loan payment. And I'm like, what kind of loan? A student loan. I'm like, this lady is about to retire. A lady you work with? Yeah, that I used to work with. And she was just like, yeah, that's and I was like, shit, that's going to be me. Like, reality yeah, check. I'll, I'll probably finish. So we paid it after we retire. At <laughs> two something. But, I mean, one story was very um, heartbreaking. It was like, the black girl, Ashley Payne. And she was saying she can't even afford to live in her own place or even replace her faulty car. She enrolled in Fisk University, a private historically black university in Nashville. And they initially gave her a generous financial aid package. She qualified for, you know, work study, a Pell Grant. She got a Pell Grant and she received additional scholarships. But to cover the gap, she still took out a federal loan from the Department of Education. And so this girl, she ended up losing the funding because the following year, you know, she's a child to a single mother. They said her mother made too much. What is really making too much? I really want to see this, you know, this calculation that they do that say, oh, you made too much. I don't know. But anyways, um, you know, she now graduated with a debt of $50,000. By her senior year, she she said she had reached her borrowing limit from the Department of Ed and had to take out a private loan. And, you know, this girl, she seems to be a, she was, she wanted to become a prosecutor. She applied to law school and was accepted at the Emory University, a top-ranked program. Again, she got a scholarship, but nowhere there to cost up tuition. So she still ended up, of course she went because she said, hey, it's an impressive school name. You know, she wanted to be something major, and yet she is still a struggling young black woman. Very and currently sad. she is now $330,000 in debt, student loan debt. Sis, I only owe about fifteen, and I'm never going to pay that off. I don't know. When are you going to pay off that $330,000? <laughs> 
And I mean, in the article, they talk about, you know, a guy that was a clinical psychologist. Well, he, you know, that's what he's studying to be a clinical psychologist. It just seems like a lot for people to go to college these days. I mean, I prefer to be a stripper. Yeah, that's what I was saying. What, what's, what's, what do we do? And, Strip or college? And you know, people, judge, people, judge, people judge Ronnie on the Players Club. Was it Ronnie? Did you watch? Wait, pause for a second. Did make you have that a, money? Don't let that money make you. Does that mean you saw the movie? I did see the that Players movie. Club. Just checking. It's you know Bender sometimes when they attacked her in the hotel. Come on, get your mind together. Anyways, so that question, yes, it's just like no, I don't think people should be judged. If you could go to college and get a prestigious degree and still be struggling. What's the worth when you could be in that pole popping and end up like Cardi B? Wake you work your weird. Well, very sad. I mean, some people just have dignity and they'll never see themselves on a pole. I don't know what that's really mean. No pole, it means a lack of dignity? I don't know. Not a lack of dignity, but who cares? I mean, listen, if I decided to be a stripper and somebody on the outside is saying I don't have no dignity, why the hell do I give a shit? I'm bringing in thousands. You know what I'm saying? Why the hell do I give a shit? Yeah, I can call them whatever it is, you know, but they're making that money and they're paying their own way. At the right strip club, you're making thousands. At the wrong one, you're making dollars. You're right. I mean, this whole thing is a formula. I think it's the same way with college. That's why I tell my kids don't go to school to study something like uh, government. Or psychology. People do psychology. a lot of psychology. That's a waste of time. Liberal arts. Come on, man. No, liberal, come on. Liberal arts is definitively. Let's be realistic. That, that. But you didn't incur that debt for just going to school for liberal arts. I mean, yeah. Come it on. doesn't. You had to go to college to learn how to do something. And that's where the shippers are right. They know how to do something. But let's be Not honest. that booty. There's a lot of um, doctors, people in the medical profession that graduate with a lot of debt as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they take a while to pay it off. Yeah, they, yeah. I mean, they got to get insurance. You know, they have to pay for a lot of expenses. You get a job for the government and get a public service, public service forgiveness or something like that. But you oh, got to work for 15 years. Yeah. I mean. pay top dollar. Well, that's like us. They, you know, like some of us out here who do something in the public service where you're doing either, you know, social services, whatever. You got to do it for 10 years and then still pay like $800 a month, which your salary is probably not even. And <laughs> <laughs> like, what sense does that even make? I don't know. I mean, I'm in, I'm in the same struggle. And I, I really hope that I don't know. How much do you have? I don't even know. I just know I paid a bare minimum at this point. Which is how much a month? Two something. Mm, you have a lot of loan debt. I remember when you took it out. Yeah, so it's just like you know. Yeah, I, I mean, paid for my program. You gotta do what you could do. What you could do. And all the people that's blessed, you know, who did not have to take a loan debt and still went to school. Like I know one of my sisters. She didn't pay. She's a nurse. She didn't pay for. She didn't uh, take out any loan. How did she manage that? My is parents paid. Is this something your parents should be counseled on? Treating one person <laughs> differently than the other. Listen, because in this aspect, they should be paying off your loans right now. Yeah, I mean, give them the bill. I tell you, what, what, what you going to do? Some get it, some don't. She so was the baby. You did what you had to do so you could stay off the pole, and this is how they treat you? <laughs> and guess what? She the one with the kid. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. <laughs> Nothing against your kid. Nothing against your kid. But I mean, really. Yeah. So it goes. You, really, really. You, you, but I, but I think sad. a lot of it, I think a lot of it was too, because, you know, I think the way they work out in my favor, because I've been working since I was 15. Like a single mom. That's what they used to call me. Like a single mom. I was working. And they knew my sister was not working. I guess, hey, her profession seemed to be more promising than mine. So it worked out. No hate mm-hmm. there. Because my sister's doing good. I'm doing good. So uh, that's how we go. Uh, oh, brother. Oh, I don't like this. I like 
We are a family like a giant tree. That was good. <laughs> Y'all be Anyways. singing habits. But here you know, this poses the question. Stripper or a college grad? Is that for men as well? And you know, too, when you think about it, maybe you don't even have to go to college. You could just do something else, like become something that or do a trade with their hands. Do something tradey. Yeah, that's it. You know, maybe that'll help you. I, I don't know. You gotta really look at this and make some wise assessments before you go. Like my daughter, I told you the other. I see this. My daughter said she wants to be a lawyer. I told her no, I'm not participating. And I said if she wants to do that, she's on her own. I'm not gonna why fund it. Why? Well, first, well, of, first of all, she needs to get some scholarships. There's scholarships out there. But for like, a lot of people that go to law school don't really get the prestigious law firms. Let's be realistic. There's only been so many lawyers. The rest of them become personal injury or, well, or well, defense lawyers. Well, maybe she was planning on maybe she's planning on being that prestigious, you know, going to that prestigious law firm, and maybe she could do that. But you sound like a dream killer right now, sis. No, I just gave us some other options. Okay. Engineering. There's a shortage of black engineers. And there's a lot of scholarships. Accounting. For there's a shortage of black accountants. You know, you have to look at the trends and make decisions based on the trends, not based on your wins. You, I'm sorry. You don't get to live it. And let's be realistic. White people do not give their children the opportunity to live to their whims if, unless they can afford it. Oh, they don't do that. Of course not. They just pay off somebody to get their kid in a prestigious college. Yikes. Just saying. So. Anywho. Or you can just, I mean, but then there's always an option. Just become a side chick. Don't become a side chick to somebody that's real out here in the streets. That's what you need. So you can do your thing and maybe this person could supplement your schooling or whatever additional income you need. What do you think about that? Yeah, side chick. Uh, you know, we've, we've talked about the side chick before. It's a lot of work to be a side chick and a lot of loneliness because you got to know you'll be alone many, many times. No, no, but you can and be... And you can't go out to eat in public. Can't miss the... the or you got to go out to another state. Oh, no, but if, if, the, if the guy you're messing with has the financial... Um, Stability, y'all could go out. You can go out every weekend. You can go somewhere like someplace close, like Philly. Go to Jersey. You can go to Maryland. There's so much places that you know that that surrounds New York. If you're, of course, from New York, you go to places around New York. You don't have to go there. You can fly out somewhere. Well, yeah, I'm gonna. If you're gonna be out. a side chick, you gotta be a side chick for someone real. Not Ray Ray on the corner. That's just going to slip you a couple of bags of weed and some cash. You need something real in these streets. And then some guy talk about, uh, well, I think on one of these uh, platforms, like, you know, he he don't think a side chick is worth it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because, you know, he mentions that, I mean, Ben, are you looking up a story? He mentions that, oh, you know, a side chick is not worth it because, you know, um, you mess up your, the, the, I guess, the relationship with your wife and a lot of times your children. But they're basically saying like a side chick lacks... Uh esteeming themselves because they're dealing with this or, you know, dating another a married man. They lack self-esteem. I don't know. Maybe they got hashtag goals. But, but I don't think that's it. Why do you have to lack self-esteem if you know what you're getting out of this and this is what you want at this time? Like, there are times when, you know, you're in a certain place in your life and you don't want a man. You might just want a guy that you want to screw. Does that mean you don't have any self-esteem? That just means you want some D. <laughs> I mean, simple. Simple as hell. But, um, you know, his thing, what's his name? Prince Donnell. He says it costs too much to have a side chick. He reminds himself of that statement every single day to remain disciplined in his marriage and in his business. Mm-mm-mm. He says, one, you lose your family. I guess if you get caught, you know, your girlfriend, your wife, you know, slash your wife, 
you know, you would lose them as well. He said he personally doesn't believe there's an orgasm great enough to trade in for his family. Yo, I wonder what, what does it look like when you really find somebody or see somebody cheating? Like, what do you do? Like, go crazy? You come home and somebody's in your bed? Well, people have gotten off with, like, <laughs> murder cases with that, right? like, temporary insanity or something like that. Like, even I was talking about this other day, like, if somebody hit me, like, a man, I would just take it right then, like, okay. You don't know that, though. I wouldn't try to fight him because I probably wouldn't win. But when we went to sleep that night, bro. What do you mean you would I just think naturally. You would. Oh, because you're a fighter, though. No, we no, no. Just about this. This girl want to fight. She no, got, no, no. She got a list of people at her job she want to fight right now. <laughs> she can tell you 10 people she wants to fight no, no, right no. now. Because she'll say, like, I'll fight her, you know. I'll fight her. No. The only thing I want here to say is she doesn't, she'll fight for other people. But she will fight for us. I've never heard her say, oh, I'll fight somebody for you. Goes around saying that some kind of thug. I'm not that, I'm not that well, person. My gay friend, I told you about last week. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're yeah, yeah. Me. You're like, oh, I'll fight you. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you know the gays are always ready to fight. <laughs> but this one, she, she got a list. How many people right now you think off the top of your head? I don't want to fight anyone. I just want to give love. You know She's what I mean? Lying. But what I will say is this I think when situations happen, you don't know how you're going to react. You don't know how far somebody's going to push you. For example, we just was speaking of something. Don't push me because I'm close. <laughs> you just to never know. The- if somebody swings at you, you think you're going to think, okay, wait, hold up. I shouldn't do this because I might get arrested. I might lose my job. You're not thinking about all these things. You're automatic. Well, I don't know. You said that because I'm a fighter. I'm doing air quotes because I would not call myself that. Is it because you're so not against fighting? Is this what it is? I'm not a fighter. I've not. I've fought a couple times in my lifetime. Don't get it right. I ain't no punk. Who did you fight? Can, can you one person you fought? I fought this guy when I used to go to Wingate. How old? Oh, Wingate. <laughs> Ah, that's another ninth grade. I was in school. I had cramps. I was in Philadelphia. And he came in trying to get on me. And I was like, yo, today's not the day. And he was like, kept going after me. And then I was just like, I was sitting at my desk. You remember you had those desks with the the desk attached oh, yes. to the chair? To the chair. Uh-huh. And I got him and I pushed it to the side. I was like, you want to do it? Let's do it. And we started fighting. Like fist fight. Like, no one down. I don't know. It looks kind of great. <laughs> This, this, now this story that we're talking about looks kind of great. I don't know if we really like fight, but I consider that my first fight. And then I mean, I fought my sister twice. Oh, we know everybody fights your sister. So, I fought my sister a couple of times. I tell you, but other than that, nothing. But anyways, this guy continues. He says you lose money because maintenance. A side chick requires maintenance. Um, he says you're basically oh, yeah, definitely. If I'm a side chick, you better have my nails and my hair done. And I don't even do my nails, but I'm gonna start. This guy says, you lose respect. These rappers make it look cool to jump from one chick to the next, but if you look around, there's not one person who would agree that it's respectful to disrespect your girl slash wife and family for a side piece. And, you know, he goes into that, you lose everything, you know, and, you know, it's just not worth it to lose your family, money, and all these things. So when you do the mathematics, it's not worth it. So, But it's worth it becoming strippers so you don't have to pay student loans. <laughs> <laughs> it might just only be a gain for the side chick, you know? So, I was looking on Instagram and I saw Brooklyn College's graduation. Oh my God, that was so lit. And they were playing Fabulae. It was just like thousands of people there. And then what is, I won't wear it back. And the whole audience was saying, Yo, this song has become like a phenomenon, but you know, shout out to Brooklyn College. For connecting with your roots. Yeah, Brooklyn College is always, a lot of West Indies always go to Brooklyn College. I mean, they have like, you know, the Jews, the whites, whatever, but the West Indian culture there. Jewish people are white. 
Yeah, they, yeah, I guess so. They're white. The Jews, the Asian. I can consider all of them. If you're not black, you're white. But haven't I said that before? Yeah, she does. That's her thoughts. And whatnot. Oh, my you gosh. Want to share this with the day? So, Benda sends me a picture of a woman with workout shorts. And, you know, she's a little, she's a little chunky. And I don't mean workout shorts, like pum pum workout shorts. Yeah, like the short, short the, the running one. Yeah, the short, short ones. She and apparently she seems to be in a school or a library setting, some kind of setting where it looks like it's an academic setting. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Are you? Do you see this?" And I'm like, "You know what? I'm tired of. You know what's a what not for me? I'm sick of seeing girls wear workout clothes." When all they working out is their mouth when they chewing on cheeseburgers. Let's be honest. They're I, not working out. I have to say, when I was deeply into the gym. Deeply. <laughs> wait, wait, how deep? <laughs> Come on, don't blame me. You know I used to go to the gym when I was doing Biggest Loser. Oh, yeah, because you know she's only motivated by financial That's game. the only way I'm going to ever lose weight. Somebody put a competition on the table, sign me up. Because that cash will make me shake my ass. <laughs> Why you not on the pole? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, so um, I was going to gym all the time. So, you know, someone bought me like many workout outfits. But now I'm not really going. Well, I should let all those clothes just waste. I mean, all my workout outfits are color coordinated. You know that. Pink and that's like, how you know it's pink shirt. Those are not the real workout people who wear color coordinated outfits all the time. Like, let's be honest. People who really work out, like, just put on anything. They know they're about to work out. But I, someone bought it for me. You know, mad color coordinated, purple tights with a little sheer who's, sides. Who's the someone that bought this for you? Oh, friend. Oh, okay. A friend. A female friend? I'm getting uncomfortable with this line of questions. <laughs> I don't understand why, but okay. But regardless. Yikes. So I do. I may be seen in the street with some of my workout outfits. Not on my way to work out, but maybe to run some errands. <laughs> but they are fully clothed all the way down. I'm not walking around in pum pum shots. So you're saying it's okay for people to walk around in workout clothes and they're not working out. Well, mind you, this woman also had on a marina, right? Or as um, they call it here, a wife beater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm about to it say a marina. In it. <laughs> and her breasts were like a size G. I it tell doesn't you. Make sense. I mean, the bottom line is, listen, you know, again, um, I get it. Sometimes you just want to throw on some pants. Like sometimes I'll just throw on, you know, a pair of my like my Nike dry fits and just wear a t shirt or something like that. You know. I mean, I want to just bring to the record that this might be a little bit of putting your business in the street, but we have gone out very early in the morning, and she did not have on a bra, like just a shirt and a leggings. Are you talking about me? It, Are we talking about no bras, or are we just talking about workout clothes? That's the whatnot. You know, so I don't know why clothes. you coming for me, yeah, sis. Clothes with no why bra. you coming out? Why you coming for me? And you told me, oh yeah, I don't have a bra in here. I was like, I can tell. Take them off the table. <laughs> <laughs> you see that as a damn lie. Take them off the table. <laughs> Hating ass chicks. Hating ass chicks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyways. Ouch. Anyways, I guess what it should be is when you are clearly not working out, a person that works out, you should not be wearing workout clothes to do errands, okay? The only place you should wear those workout clothes is if you're going to work out and sweat. That's my thing, okay? That's all I got to say. Anyway. End of the cast. <laughs> I'm Brenda the Bender. And this is Roy Dog Shaw. We are Brooklyn Chicks. Yo, like us. Share us. Love us. We're so lovable.